In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. President has learned a new term, semi-fascism. And of course, he is misusing it to attack half the country. When he was asked to clarify what he meant by semi-fascism, he gave a semi-literate response. What do you mean by semi-fascism, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, that's Joe. You're not going to get much sense out of him. Let's see if the White House Press Secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, can give a coherent answer to what the president means when he condemns, condemns Republicans and Trump supporters as semi-fascists. Only semi-fascism coming. Yeah. Uh, is this something we're going to hear more of, that phrase? Is it something the president's going to kind of embrace? Or is there any sense that it was... Uh, you know, a little impromptu, and it's going to turn into a kind of basket of deplorables thing that he regrets and that tries to be quiet about. I, look, I was very clear when uh, when laying out uh, and defining uh, what uh, you know MAGA Republicans have done, and you look at the definition of fascism, and you think about uh, what they're doing in, in attacking our democracy, what they're doing in taking away uh, our freedoms, uh, taking away, wanting to take away our rights, our voting rights. I mean, that is what that is. It is very clear. Uh, Republicans are doing what now? They're the ones attacking your freedoms and trying to take away your votes? Okay. This Orwellian claptrap might work with the demented resistance crowd who still think Russia stole the 2016 election, but sane people would know that fascism is a system of government where opponents and critics are suppressed and attacked. 
It's subordination of individual interests for the supposed good of the nation, including the regimentation of society and the economy. It's using the police and other government agencies to come after your opponents. Mm, sound familiar? We've seen how hopelessly compromised and politicised agencies like the FBI and IRS have become, acting as the Democrats' enforcers. Then there's the bulk of the mainstream media and big tech platforms which act as the Democrats' propaganda arms. If you want to talk about semi-fascism, then look no further than the FBI's role in pushing the damaging Russian collusion hoax for years to undermine the election and presidency of Donald Trump. Look at the FBI's complicity in suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop stories before the 2020 election. The full extent of that complicity was revealed by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg this week. The background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, some, some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. Where does one start? Oh, how about this? The FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop since December 2019. They knew better than anybody that it was real and not some Russian disinfo campaign. But not only did they not do their jobs and properly investigate the revelations from the laptop, but they worked behind the scenes to ensure that social media giants banned the stories about Hunter Biden's lawless degeneracy and, more importantly, the dodgy international business dealings of the Biden family, including 10% for the big guy. Remember, the New York Post bombshell stories were not only banned by Twitter, suppressed by Facebook and the media, but there was a genuine misinformation campaign by the media and intelligence officials pushing the lie that the stories were Russian propaganda. Again, there was not a shred of evidence to support this claim, but these spies who lie are part of the Democrats' unofficial machinery. And it's... No wonder the FBI, big tech and the media were desperate to bury these stories on the eve of the 2020 election. They would have been hugely damaging for the Biden campaign. A recent poll shows a clear majority believe truthful reporting of the stories would have changed the outcome of the election. And a poll carried out earlier this year shows that a clear majority of Americans, two-thirds, believe the laptop stories were important and one in two Americans believe that truthful reporting of these stories would have seen Trump win a second term. Looking at the FBI's conduct throughout this affair, it's impossible not to conclude that they engaged in election interference, deliberate election interference that continues to this day. It's also worth remembering that Mark Zuckerberg isn't some disinterested billionaire. He donated $419 million to fortify the 2020 election. And he was, of course, in a powerful position to suppress legitimate news stories that were damaging for the Biden campaign. And all the while, he had the FBI whispering in his ear, encouraging him to do just that. You want to talk about semi-fascism, President? Look in the mirror. Oh, ho, ho, ho. you want to talk about semi-fascism, Mr. President? Look in the mirror. Can we get her over here to the United States of America? Can we get her 
broadcasting the truth to Americans. Now, the reason why I started out showing that cold open this morning was to show you that every other country out there that has freedom of speech and freedom of the press and that is exercising that ability to do so is telling, what do you know, the truth. Do you think that Sky News is, uh, is reporting fake news? Do you think that this lady on Sky News in Australia is reporting fake news about what's going on in America? Or do you think it more likely that this lady on Sky News Australia is reporting what the rest of the world knows, which A, is good because at least everybody else knows what we're going through here and what's really happening in this fascist dictatorship that we call Democrat rule, but our adversaries also know about it. China, Iran, Russia, North Korea, the list goes on and on and on and on of people that want to ultimately take down America, and they know that this is a problem going on within our country. That is why I started off with a foreign news uh, report to show you that even Australian news knows that the Hunter Biden laptop thing and that the FBI raid and that Mark Zuckerberg and that the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google interference of the 2016 and 2020 election happened. That's a good thing, though. That is a good thing. The good thing is, is that the truth is getting out, and it isn't only your right-wing media like Jeremy Harrell or Steve Bannon or Ben Berkham or anybody else reporting it. It's real, it's valid, and we have got the Democrats in desperation mode. I know that was a long, cold open this morning. We have 3,300 people watching on Rumble. Our goal is 5,000. That's our goal. So you guys know what you got to do. It's all about getting in your messenger apps and your groups. We have um, over on Getter. We are we are big over on Getter too, folks. We're big over on Getter as we have, uh, I don't know, close to 1,000 people watching on Getter as well. So uh, we're getting there, folks. We're getting the truth out there. And because of this diligence that we've done since November 4th of 2020, other news stations, major news stations like Sky News, are reporting on the truth. And why are they doing that? Because we laid it out with facts. We actually laid it out for the last 18 months with facts. You know, reality, truth. 19 months, 20 months, whatever it's been. 22 months now, excuse me, with facts. The left hasn't, and that is why Sky News or anybody else isn't reporting left-wing American talking points. It's very easy to figure out. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on a beautiful Monday morning, August 29th. Year of our Lord, 2022, here on Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State, which you all know as New Hampshire. I've got a lot of energy. I've got a lot of positivity. We're getting to the meat and potatoes of things. We're another week into it. We're another week closer to saving this United States of America. We're about 70 days away from history, and ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for being here now. Before we get to the Lord, I will say we are raising money today. We are raising money for a Slurp Fund recipient today, Daryl Crawley. Now, Daryl Crawley sent me this message about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And um, and, uh, because of the severity of when it needs to be done by, we're going to to, uh, put Daryl Crawley in the Slurp Fund recipient today. 
He says, I've been a follower of yours and a listener since two, uh, November 2020. We've had conversation back and forth, by the way, with Daryl. Anyway, I lost my job due to refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine, and I'm in dire situations. I have a few job leads, but I need to pay my September rent and my electric bills. Anyway, can you assist? It's very urgent. Rent is due by September 5th. Uh, when you understand... When you hear this newsletter this morning, you're going to understand why we need to relieve each other's burdens. So we are going to be raising money for Daryl today, 50%, unless specified otherwise, of what you guys donate during Rumble Rants today will go towards helping our Live from America family, Daryl Crawley, member out, and we are going to release $300 from that Slurp Fund Today, my goal is to increase how much sits in our slurp fund by the end of December. And when you hear this morning newsletter, you'll know why. We're trying to help Daryl in the time of need while he transitions in jobs for standing up and not getting the COVID vaccine. And ladies and gentlemen, we need to help pay his rent. It is due on September 5th. Now, we had a lot of people uh, this weekend take advantage of the free LFA t-shirt deal. And anybody who got one up till midnight last night got a free t-shirt. Anybody who ordered $25 or more on the Live from America uh, or Jeremy Harrell website on the store got shirts. So we sent a bunch of those out, sending a bunch more this morning. Quick update on Live from America TV. As you see, we have our new lower thirds at the bottom. For the morning, you will see the LFA TV lower thirds. For the night, you'll see the Real America's Voice because we do contribute to RAV. The Live from America lineup will start on Labor Day next Monday. Labor Day start for Live from America TV. It will start with five hours of programming. 9 a.m. will be Antonio Sabato Jr. 10 a.m. will be Loud Majority with Sean Farish and Kevin Smith. 11 a.m., yours truly, Live from America. And at noon will be Mike Crispy. We will take a break until 5 p.m. in which I come back on as always. So remember that and keep that in your calendars. Next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, Labor Day, we are starting live from America TV, LFA TV. Now, let's get to our verse of the day. Very, very, very powerful and strong verse of the day today. Please get your Bibles out as I'd like you to, uh, to read along. I titled it, Relieve Each Other's Burdens. Something that we here at Live from America have been doing for quite some time in our, uh, in our walk with Jesus and our journey with Jesus. And that is relieving each other's burdens. We're at 3,700 on Rumble. Let's keep it going, folks, as we read this morning's verse of the day. I said, hello and happy Monday. I'm so happy to be with you today. I absolutely love Monday mornings. We know it's going to be a long show. It's always one day after church, which means the Holy Spirit has been active for the past 24 hours. And as I continue my journey to get healthier, I feel so much energy and positivity flowing through me from our Heavenly Father. I just can't wait to share it with all of you. God bless you to the fullest in every way. Thank you. And please feel free to forward these emails to friends and family. I guarantee you they have never been gifted the gospel in an LFA way. All right? Verse of the day, Galatians, back of the book, Paul, Galatians 6, 2, and 3. Again, Galatians 6, 2, and 3. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Wow. Wow. 
Wow, wow. Let's break that down. This is the message that we dove into in church yesterday, and it really hit home for me. The entire reason for the Slurp Fund is to do exactly what it says in this verse. Help relieve each other's burdens. Jesus set the bar that we should always try to hit when it comes to helping those in need. Just like the Bible verse that says, the meek shall inherit the earth, we we should be humbled and meek. That is essential. That is essential to giving and not lending, receiving and not borrowing. So many people today are guilty of two major things. The first is being selfish and not helping others when they are in a position to do so out of fear that they will be left with too little. The second is lending people money with interest. It was against Moses' law to lend with usury. That means lend to another Israelite with interest. We should never lend money to another Christian with interest. If you do lend, only expect to get back what you lent or don't expect anything back at all. That is your choice. But we are never to profit off someone else's misfortune, ever. We are to relieve their burdens, not add to them with stress and discomfort. All of us kept God's laws and did this then. There, if all of us kept God's laws, excuse me, and did this kind of life and, and followed this kind of procedure, there would be no, man, no need for man's laws. It's not just financially, though. It's also through your actions. Maybe a fellow brother needs help moving. Maybe they need help splitting wood for the winter so they have heat. Maybe they just need to be corrected when they are sinning. That is also an uncomfortable feeling to have that conversation and to have to endure it. But if you do it gently with compassion, it will help. Relieving each other's burdens is the most Christ-like thing that you could possibly do. So so far this year, we have relieved so many people's financial and spiritual burdens through this Live from America family. I am so proud to tell you that this week, by the grace of God, we will reach $40,000 of financial help that we have sent thousands uh, and we have sent thousands of prayers for those in need. And through the grace of God, we are making an eternal difference. Look to how you can relieve somebody's burdens today and please your father in heaven for doing so. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just now getting to September and we have already hit $40,000 of financial help for people here in this Live from America family. If that doesn't tell you the power of God, the power of Christ, and the power of what we've built here together, then I don't know what will. Let's go to the Lord's Prayer now. Please remove your hats. And with prayer for Daryl and his financial situations, for prayer for all those who have been recipients of the LFA Slurp Fund, and for prayer that the LFA TV success is massive, Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
In Jesus' name we pray, amen. What a great newsletter this morning. What a great audience we have. I'll ask one more time for all those watching on Get a Roku and Firestick to come over, give us a quick rumble. There's no reason why we shouldn't have at least 3,000 rumbles every show, and that keeps us on the leaderboard, which keeps us in the relevancy of Rumble pushing us out to the masses, and they need God's word now more than ever. Please lift up your cups as we go to the first and foremost section of the day. That's okay, Larry. That's okay. You send those prayers, and you share the video, and it's just as good, if not better. Here we go. Over the weekend, on Saturday, a Trump-appointed judge has announced her intent, her preliminary intent, I should say, to basically grant President Trump legal team's motion to appoint a special master and get this debauchery of an, an, an illegal FBI raid and political attack on President Trump out of the hands of, of special magistrate, not even federal judge, Bruce Epstein Reinhardt, okay? This is very important. This is a huge story. And folks, the fact that's, that finally a federal judge, not an appointed magistrate, is stepping in on behalf of President Trump's rights, that is a good piece of news, and we need to thank God for that today. This right here, ladies and gentlemen, who you're about to see on your screen, is U.S. District Judge and federally appointed by President Trump, Judge Eileen Cannon. Judge Eileen Cannon from the Southern District of Florida on Saturday announced the preliminary intent to appoint a special master to review all the records that were obtained by an illegally, I should say, illegally seized by the FBI during its unprecedented raid on President Trump's home. Now, Judge Eileen Cannon said the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago involved political calculations, okay? This is not a loser federal magistrate, I mean, a, a loser magistrate. This is a very well-informed and very decorated federal judge who said the preliminary intent I mean, the, uh, excuse me, the, 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 the illegal raid was in, had involved political calculations to diminish the leading voice of the Republican Party just months before the midterm elections. Now, this is why it's so incredibly important that Donald J. Trump put as many federal judges in place as possible when he was president because we knew it would come down to this. And when it gets to the Supreme Court, we know how they're already going to... Uh, to, uh, to rule. Every attack on President Trump has been a political calculation to stomp out the voice of real American people. Okay? A federal judge on Saturday announced her preliminary intent to appoint the special master. Trump and his legal team filed a motion Monday last week uh, seeking an independent review of the record seized by the FBI during the raid of Mar-a-Lago earlier this month, saying the decision to search his private residence just months before a 2022 midterm election involved political calculations aimed at diminishing the leading voice of the Republican Party and the district uh, judge uh, Eileen M. Cannon agreed with that. Pursuant to Rule 53B-1, again, for those who are following and want to look up the law themselves, floor, uh, Federal Rule 53B-1 of the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure and court's inherent authority, and without prejudice to the party's objections, the court hereby provides notice of its preliminary intent to appoint a special master in this case. 
A hearing is set for September 1st at 1 p.m. in West Palm Beach, Florida. Cannon also ordered the Justice Department to file a response by August 30th, that's tomorrow, and provide under seal a more detailed receipt for property specifying all property seized pursuant to the search warrant executed on August 8th. So ladies and gentlemen, what this tells you is that moving forward, this will be out of Judge uh, Epstein Reinhardt's hands. This will now be in the hand of competent, well-decorated judges. And ladies and gentlemen, the only place this goes outside of this is federal appellate court and then the Supreme Court. Now, whether the DOJ wants to try to uh, uh, put out a, a fake indictment on made-up charges, I'm not sure if they're going to do that. My gut instinct tells me they won't because now that there's been a federally appointed judge uh, that has inserted herself into this case via motions that President Trump's legal team has made, it looks like the Ju- Justice Department is, either in, is even in deeper water than we thought last week. They are screwed. Now, that will not stop People with very, 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 very powerful financial backing and very powerful voices because they are, in fact, an illegal arm of the federal government, and they should not be so by law. That is the New York Times. The New York Times editorial board has officially come out this weekend and called for the indictment and subsequent arrest of President Donald J. Trump on the aftermath, in the aftermath of made-up charges. Because this federal judge came out and said, no way, sorry, we're going to back up the illegal, uh, the illegal raid truck for a second. Now the New York Times editorial board, like they have any, uh, uh, hold, like they hold any water, like they have any kind of credibility whatsoever, amazes me and, and is absolutely so stupid. But they have come out and they have called for the indictments and the arrest of President Donald J. Trump. And you know what I say to that in the famous words of Alex Jones? He is your enemy. New York Times. I see you enemy. I see you enemy. A defiler, a betrayer, a backstabber, a devil. The New York Times editorial board are defilers, they're betrayers, and they are the devil. You will fall. You will not bring humanity down. God is going to destroy you. The far left knuckleheads or numbnuts, as I like to call them at the New York, New York Times editorial board, believe they should administer the law in the United States of America. But because because of a few leaks, fake leaks, by the way, by people like Adam Pencilneck Schiff, because of a few fake leaks, they have decided we will administer the law of the United States of America which actually works in our favor. Because if the, if the illegitimate Justice Department, in all of their illiteracy and ignorance, that uh, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland holds within his mind and his, within his heart, if they now go and indict President Trump after the stupid knuckleheads at the New York Times call for it, it even looks more salacious and it's even worse for the DOJ's claims. So thank you. Thank you to the numbnuts at the New York Times editorial board because they didn't even know that doing this would hurt the Department of Justice's ability to actually bring up bogus charges. So in a weird turn of events, we're going to go ahead and give these morons the Smarty Award of the Day. Can we do that? Let's go ahead. 
gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day today, without even knowing it, goes to the New York Times editorial board because they're so stupid they real they don't even realize that the Department of Justice doing this now only makes it even more look politically driven and definitely court of public appeal driven. They claim President Trump should be arrested based on these made-up charges. Now, these numbnuts at the New York Times, the deep state's one-stop shop for dropping piles of human excrement on the Democratic Party's political enemies, have decided that they are the purveyors of justice in the United States. These corrupt actors pushed the Russian collusion garbage, Russian collusion garbage, for years, and that was completely proved to be false. I'm not even going to say the word debunked. It was straight garbage. They believe they can lecture us on what is truth and what is a lie. Actual definition of insanity. The New York Times editorial board called on Attorney General Merrick Carland to seek an indictment for President Trump if sufficient evidence exists to establish his guilt on a serious charge. The board argued in a piece published Friday that Mr. Trump's unprecedented assault on the integrity of the American democracy requires a criminal investigation following the January 6th uh, select unselects committee's hearings and news of the Justice Department's search of Trump's Florida home and those classified, excuse me, (coughs) declassified documents. This board is aware that in deciding how President Trump should be held accountable under the law, it is necessary to consider not just whether criminal prosecution would be warranted, but whether it would be wise. The editorial titled, Donald Trump is not above the law, but we are. No, it did say Donald Trump is not above the law. Began with its clear declaration, Mr. Trump's unprecedented assault on the integrity of American democracy requires a criminal investigation. Ladies and gentlemen, the New York Times lives in the deep state hole. They've got their heads stuck so far up their rear ends, they can't speak or see the sunshine, and they can't seem to find their way out of a wet paper bag, fight their way out of a wet paper bag, or find their way out of their delusional woketopia into actual reality. They should be included in the list of those arrested for being accomplices in the coup and ignoring U.S. Constitution. Amen? Can I get a like, a share, a rumble, and a follow? And also, folks, if you are listening on podcasts, please give five-star reviews on iHeartRadio and across the podcast spectrum. Now, you want to talk about deep state? You want to talk about people around President Trump who are deep state? He had them throughout his presidency. He had them throughout his candidacy. He had them throughout his post-presidency. And he's had them in this whole run-up to this illegal raid On Mar-a-Lago. Now, this is exclusive, and I'd like to thank Joe Hoft from the Gateway Pundit for this. A Ukrainian woman by the name of Ina Yashwitz, excuse me, Ina Yashishin, who impersonated a Rothschild with Richie Ritzy guests at Mar-a-Lago is almost certainly a deep state plant. I think we have a picture of this girl. Yes, we do. Let's, uh, let's pull up this picture of this girl. This is her. This is a close-up of her. Standing with President Donald J. Trump, of all people, and in all places, a deep state plant at Mar-a-Lago. That's her right there, Ina Yashishin. The mainstream media is following deep state's orders again and pushing a story about a young Ukrainian woman who inserted herself into the White House 
putting President Trump and the records he stored at Mar-a-Lago at risk. Unfortunately, the evidence shows that this whole story is certainly another deep state setup of President Trump right along the lines of pencil neck Adam Schiff and Colonel Vindman's secret whistleblower. The New York Post reported on this and the Gateway Pundit, folks. A Ukrainian woman posing a member as a member of the Rothschild banking family has been outed as a fraud after she allegedly infiltrated President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, according to these reports. Ina Yashishin, 33 years old, lied to Ritzy Resort members that she was the heiress to the rip, uh, the, the uh, infamous, I should say, uh, Rothschild's family's mass fortune. Anna de Rothschild was her name, according to a probe by authorities. She appeared at numerous Mar-a-Lago functions, mingling with the likes of President Trump, Senator Lindsey Graham, who shouldn't even be at Mar-a-Lago, and others while she held the position of the President's United Hearts of Mercy, founded by Florida-based Russian oligarch and former business partner Valerie Tarasenko in Canada in 2015, according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Now, you might be wondering, you might be wondering, why in the H-E double hockey sticks is there so many Russian oligarchs, Ukrainian business people, and fake people claiming to be Rothschilds of all people around President Trump? Number one, you got to understand, President Trump run, runs hotels and businesses, okay? President Trump's Secret Service detail and the secured portion of Mar-a-Lago is where President Trump resides, not the hotel portion. However, that does not describe, that does not, um, that does not explain why these Russian people and these Ukrainian people are around President Trump even in the White House because they were always, folks, deep state plants by the CIA. That's why. This is not President Trump bringing in bad people around him knowingly. This is President Trump having people placed around him unknowingly at the behest of people that he's supposedly supposed to trust that are working with the deep state. Jeremy, Benny Johnson is reporting Baghdad has fallen. Employees evacuated from U.S. Embassy. I saw some of that. More than likely, we're going to talk on that tonight because it's not part of my work today, okay? But thank you very much. After hundreds of thousands of dollars in payments to the foundation, processor Stripe Incorporated suspected fraud and halted the funds for the campaign, which was supposed to help families devastated by COVID-19, Unfortunately, the evidence behind Ms. Rothschild's, a.k.a. Yashishin, points more to the deep state than to the security at Mar-a-Lago. Ms. Yashishin has multiple passports and IDs. She has passports for the U.S., Ukraine, Russia, and Canada. The U.S. and Russian passports were issued in 2014. The fact that she has these would be instantly detected by various intelligent entities. This also indicates that this woman is a U.S. intel asset. Let's pull this picture up of her passports. Do we have this? I've got it. Hold on, folks. Here are the pictures of Aina Yashishin's passports. This is it right here, folks. Now, like, he, like I just read to you, these would have almost been instantly picked up by U.S. Uh, intel. But they weren't, and they weren't purposely, because she is a U.S. CIA asset. That's why. That's why. Thank you to the New York Post. An associate of young Miss Rothschilds is Ikenen Ad- Adam- Adamker. 
He is in a picture with Miss Rothschild at Mar-a-Lago with President Trump's son's fiance, Kimberly Guilfoyle, and others in May of 21. One of the individuals at a table started her career with who? The John McCain campaign. Well, how about that, folks? How about that? Miss Adamker it, Mr. Adamker is a co-founder of Advanced Capital. His profile indicates he is successful. Uh, he is successful with a picture of him and his Ferrari car. He has been sued by Capital One Bank for not making his credit card payment of $3,844. This guy is something different than he depicts on social media, and he is connected with this woman as well. Everybody's fake. Nobody is real. Everybody is a CIA asset around President Trump. This is why he's got a fire. Fire, fire, fire. He says it best. You're fired. Well, it's time to get in firing mode, President Trump. It's time to get rid of every single person around you. Literally everybody that was involved in your 26 campaign, 2016 campaign now. It looks like President Trump and his team were once again set up by the deep state. Miss Yashishan or Miss Rothschild is likely an asset, but it's unlikely that she was a foreign asset because she would have had been identified by her many passports and not allowed around the President of the United States. Americans see right through this deep state crap. And I and many others are going to keep broadcasting what uh, New York Post, Gateway Pundit, Epic Times, Revolver News, and the others report. And we're going to get it to the world. And the world's going to see exactly what in the HE double hockey sticks is going on. Now, folks, before we get to our next story, I would like to highlight um, our great sponsor to the show, AMAC. AMAC, ladies and gentlemen, it is a critical time right now. For you, not only to be involved here in Live from America, not only to be supporting people like the Mike Lindells and all of the companies on the American Strong Business tab, but it's important that you belong to networks of people who are actually out there lobbying for your rights in D.C. AMAC is one of those massive conservative uh, groups, over 2 million people. Okay, There's no better way that, to, to do so than by joining AMAC right now. AMAC is one of the fastest growing conservative organizations in America. You get benefits by being a card carrying member of AMAC. You'll be one of over 2 million people fighting for the same thing. And just in case you didn't know, AMAC believes for our values that made America great. They believe in the Constitution. They believe in fighting the good fight against reckless and oversized government. They believe in pro, uh, small businesses. They believe in securing our borders. They are pro-military, and they stand for the flag and kneel before God. They take on big tech, and just like the NRA, they are massive, massive um, groups for you to be a part of to help save this country and make it great again donald trump can't do it himself and this right here all boats rising spending our money with people that actually matter and those people reciprocating back to you that is how we take america back okay yeah i believe trump's son-in-law is a traitor I believe that Jared Kushner is a pile of human excrement as well. And why Trump allows his family to be around those people, I don't know. Maybe he didn't know it all. Maybe he's just now figuring it out. I don't know. But the faster we can get people like Jared Kushner away from our uh, rightful uh, elected seat, the, the better. All right? All right. Now, we have to go rhino hunting, folks. 
I hope you got your rhino gear. I've got my rhino hat here. I hope you got your rhino permits because, folks, we are now getting ready to go rhino hunting again here on Live from America. So let's bring up that famous rhino hunting um, media and uh, let's get that going. Here we go. Rhinos, we will make you metaphorically famous as we're coming after each and every one of you. Now, this is going to be a different rhino hunting story than you're used to. Usually, we are going after a rhino to expose a rhino for something that nobody else is talking about. Today is going to be a little bit different. Today, somebody else has already exposed a rhino. Now, we knew that Nikki Haley was a massive rhino. We knew that Nikki Haley would never step foot near the White House or, in a ne- or step foot near any other publicly held seat ever again that held any integrity or by or for or, or uh, you know, for the American people, I should say. But this exposing of Nikki Haley actually came from unhinged New York Attorney General Letitia James who's on a nonstop quest to stop Donald J. Trump. Now, here's the catch. How it was leaked through New York Attorney General Letitia James was federally illegal, so we're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Let's go rhino hunting, and we're going to make them even more famous. Are you ready? We got 4,500 people watching on Rumble. I want to see you guys go in Force multiply action right now and get us to 5,000. Check this out. This is an incredible story where we literally kill two birds with one stone. A leaked document was released to the liberal media that listed Nikki Haley's secret donor list. Okay. Now, the document was likely leaked by the IRS to embarrass Nikki Haley and her donors. The crazy thing about it was was it had to go through Letitia James's uh, attorney general's office. And it's so incredibly and it, how, how this happened. The document shows that Nikki Haley took money from some of the GOP's biggest donors, including Paul Singer and Miriam Adelson. But check this out, folks. She also took a lot of money from major Democrat donors as well. The donations went to Haley's nonprofit policy advocacy group called Stand for America. Okay? Politico obtained a tax document divulging names of 71 donors who anonymously gave to Haley's dark money nonprofit after she left the Trump administration. The clearest picture yet of how a potential 24 contender might be gearing up. Now, Nikki Haley was understandably outraged by this disclosure, and rightfully so, because it insisted it was a criminal act. Disclosure of Stand for America's confidential tax return isn't just a violation of state and federal law. It's meant to intimidate conservative donors. Yes, it is. Liberals have always weaponized the federal government against conservatives. Republicans have been nice for far too long. The buck stops here. Hey, Nikki Haley, maybe you should have thought of that before you became full-out, flat-out rhino. How about that? Maybe you should have thought about that 
And maybe you should have thought about how the fact that it's time for Republicans to start standing up and, uh, and the buck stops here. We've been nice for too long. Yeah, no crap, lady. That's called the new Republican Party. That's called the MAGA Republican. And you should have stayed on the team, moron. But now, Letitia James breaks state and federal law to expose you for collecting money from rhino donors and Democrat donors. You didn't like it, so now you're going on the offense? What's the matter? What's the matter? Does the truth hurt? All roads lead back to crackpot Letitia James. Crackpot Attorney General Letitia James. It went through her office before it went to the, late, to the mainstream media. That means it went from the IRS to Letitia James to the mainstream media. Leaked, by the way. Now, this is an attempt to break up and get the Republican Party fighting. I'll admit but the Republican Party was already under siege by the new Republican Party, the Maguire candidates anyway. So basically, in an attempt for these dummies to take out Nikki Haley like she matters, like she's even on the chessboard, they do our job for us. So in a, in a strange turn of events, we give the Smarty Award to morons, right? And we give the Dumb Dumb Award to morons, but because they're helping us, it's a weird turn of events, but the Dumb Dumb Award goes to Letitia James and the IRS for helping us expose more rhinos. God bless you two. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the day goes to Letitia James and the IRS. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for using dummies trying to hurt us so they can help us. Remember what God said? Every trap that they set for you, you'll fall into. Every hole they dig for you, every pit they dig for you, you'll fall into. There is no such thing as the GOP anymore. Continue to hurt them all you want, GOP, uh, uh, IRS. Continue to hurt them all you want because you're only helping us. I'd like to ask for prayers for Patriot Donnie. Patriot Donnie just donated $100 to the cause. Says he'd love to get over these horrible migraines he's had for two days. Please, ladies and gentlemen, pray for Patriot Donnie. Our love of our family is strong, and our prayers for our family are even stronger. Come on, folks, we're almost there. We need 500 more. Can we get 500 more people into this Rumble page? Now, you can't share to the same places you already have to do that. You got to share outside the platform. You got to grab the link and you got to go to places where we're going to get them into. I would love, I would absolutely love, and I'm asking you for a favor right now to get to 5,000. I want to hit that so we can say, hey, Rumble, we're still here. We're still here. All right. What I've lined out for you today, folks, is Democrat desperation. Democrat desperation and Joe Biden calling us fascists. And the world is seeing that as a lie and knows what he's doing. I've laid out the desperation of the New York Times calling for an indictment and arrest of Donald Trump with no charges. I've shown you the desperation that is around these deep state plants continuing to try to keep deep state people around President Trump because they can't stop him. I've shown you the desperation of the IRS and the left trying to hurt Republicans that aren't even on the chessboard and nobody cares about. So now, let me show you the desperation as now they're pulling out all stops, ladies and gentlemen. And now you've got, what's her name? Unelected Governor Kathy Hochul making the same stupid mistake, by the way, as her fellow moron, Charlie Chris down in Florida, saying she does not want the votes of her opponent. She doesn't want the votes of millions of people. 
This is how incredibly stupid these people are and how unhinged they are. They're so desperate and so unhinged, they don't even realize they're causing themselves harm. Now, unelected Governor Kathy Hochul of New York decided she'd take a play out of Joe Biden's book and call Lee Zeldin, Donald Trump, and the people who support them fascists and said they, they don't belong in New York. Really weird when the party of the left said that we need to all come together. Check this out. On Monday, Governor Hochul traveled to the 19th Congressional District in upstate New York to stump for Democrat Pat Ryan, who ended up winning the special election there against Republican Mark Molinaro. But it was these remarks that have drawn criticism. And we're here to say that the era of Trump and Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town, get out of town. Because you, you don't represent our values. You are not New Yorkers. Zeldin responded with a lengthy statement and said on Twitter, quote, this is reason enough to toss Kathy Hochul out of office November 8th. I'm not going anywhere. I'm a lifelong New Yorker, born and raised. I'm going to stay and fight to save our state from the continued rule of the most arrogant, power-hungry, elitist governor in America. On Friday, Hochul was asked to clarify her remarks in an exchange with reporters. Excuse me, I'll answer your question, okay? I referred to three individuals, Donald Trump, County Executive Molinaro, and Congressman Lee Zeldin. Oh, nice I spoke spin. about three people whose views that we believe are extreme. They supported the overturning of a presidential election. Democratic Party leaders also took aim at Zeldin in a separate Zoom call. On Sunday, Zeldin is holding a fundraiser with Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. Both are pushing an anti-abortion agenda that is far too dangerous for New Yorkers. Both hold views that are completely out of touch with New Yorkers' priorities. In non-campaign related news, Hochul seemed to take a shot at her predecessor, Andrew Cuomo, and former Mayor Bill de Blasio when she said that closing schools at the height of the pandemic was, quote, a huge mistake because it kept women out of the workforce during the- Wow, okay, for somebody who can't even describe what a woman is, for somebody who wants COVID camps, for somebody who was unelected, for somebody who looks like Nancy Pelosi if you bought her off the Wish app, for somebody who paints her eyebrows on because she has no expression whatsoever because she is the devil, right? As Alex Jones would say. She's got a lot of nerve calling millions of New Yorkers basically terrorists. Get out of New York. We don't want you here. Now, they said that Ron DeSantis was supposed to join a fundraiser for Lee Zeldin yesterday. Ron DeSantis actually pulled out of that fundraiser, not because of anything politically, but because of an unforeseen tragedy. Now, I hope his wife is okay. I don't know what the unforeseen tragedy is. It, it just says that he had to pull out for an unforeseen tragedy. Here's the, uh, here's the official statement. And we pray for Ron DeSantis and his family, by the way. An unforeseen tragedy forced Governor Ron DeSantis to schedule his trip to New York, uh, to reschedule his trip to New York, excuse me. While we're rescheduling with Governor Ron DeSantis for a later date, tonight's fundraiser will proceed, as expected, um, excuse me, to raise almost a million dollars. So there was $25,000 at a table, and Ron DeSantis was supposed to be there, but whatever happened, it kept him from there. So let's please, please, please keep Ron DeSantis's family in your prayers. Now, Democrat desperation. Democrat desperation. We see this weekend as Marjorie Taylor Greene sat down 
with our friend Brian over at RSPN to show you unseen footage, never before seen footage, of what actually happened during the three times that she's been swatted. She's showing footage, uh, video footage of her home. Now, this is actually trying to murder her, folks. Death by cop. Death by cop. And I want to play this video for you that Marjorie Taylor Greene sat down with Brian of RSPN. Big shout out to the both of them. I love them both. Great friends, both of them. I'd like to play this video for you now to show you the dangers of this Democrat desperation. Democrat desperation is bringing American destruction, not only because of their policies, but because of their actions out of desperation. They're trying to get people killed. They're going to get people killed. Their desperation is going to be their own noose. But what happens in the meantime? Who's collateral damage until they absolutely hang themselves as a major political party and a major political institution in this country? Folks, here we go. Let's jump over now. Um, they're going, they're on trial right now. They target me all the time. I'm not only targeted from the outside. I, I just need for people to understand I'm targeted inside my office building because I have a sign outside my door, um, in Longworth in Washington, DC that says there's only two genders, male and female trust the science that that sign has brought me so much hate in the office building I work in. And as a matter of fact, there is a chief of uh, staff for one of the Democrat members that works just a couple of floors above me in Longworth, he's been arrested by the Capitol Police for vandalizing that sign. There are only two genders, male and female. He's actually been arrested, um, and but he still has his job. So this is the garbage that I deal with all the time from the left. Not only am I threatened constantly on social media, uh, people calling our offices, threatening people calling my my personal phone numbers, my family's personal phone numbers. But yeah, people want to kill me and then in the middle of the night. So if someone's at my home and I don't know who it is, you better bet it's important for me to take a gun. But it was so odd for me to have that feeling not to. Okay, well, your home's got uh, a lot of video cameras around inside and outside. Let's take a look at the first camera. Now, this shot we're looking at right now, uh, that's a shot that shows the cars coming down the road at night. You can see the headlights going down the road. Let's describe once again. Your, 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 your street here. I was here, sound asleep. Sound asleep, and your street, your street is in the middle, let's just say of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as you can see, they came in, they didn't come in with sirens blaring, uh, but you can see the video there of the cars pulling in. Okay. We also have some other camera angles of people walking around your house. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so, so when you see those cars coming up my street, and there's no reason for cars to go down my street. It's a dead end. So, for cars to be coming in like that, there's clearly a reason. I was sound asleep when that was happening. You can see how quiet they came in. And then the cars stop and you see you can see the people get out and they gather together and they come they come quickly up to the house and then it's it's obvious who they are. It's the police. Mm -hmm. And you can see them as they kind of are kind of staked out around your house yes. looking for any signs of activity inside. That's now, right. Uh, this next camera angle is front at your foyer here. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's when they ring the doorbell and ring it the kind of shows you walking in. Let's walk through that camera uh, footage there. Okay, so, and we also have to understand the mindset of the police at this time. We heard on the 911 call what was being reported. It was being reported that someone had been shot five times in the chest. They're in the bathtub of my home. Uh, that they're looking for a female, though, because that's what they're looking for a female with a gun. Female with a gun that is threatening to kill herself. Right. And there was also a report that there were children in the home. 
So these police officers, and we have, oh, I love our police here in Rome. They are amazing. They were responding to this call on, on a very serious issue that they knew someone supposedly had been shot, probably dead, maybe not dead yet. They knew someone was suicidal, had a loaded gun, loaded gun in their hand, and there were children in the home. And so I just believe it was, it was truly a God thing that I had that feeling not to carry that gun with me to the front door, because had I have done that, we would have been in a whole different oh, scenario. Oh, she'd be dead. She'd be dead. Because I probably would have been the target, and that is the whole purpose of swatting someone. Okay, when the door opened up and you saw law enforcement, let's walk yeah. us through that that conversation. So I that... came, yeah, I came down the hallway, and I came out of my hallway, and I looked around to look at the front door, and I saw police out there. And I was like, oh, gosh, there's something serious going on. It really upset me because usually, I mean, if, if police are coming to your house in the middle of the night, there's there's a serious thing. I thought, gosh, I hope nobody in my family's been hurt or something happened to one of my kids, you know, because they're away at college. And so that, that struck me as concerned. But when I opened the door and greeted the officers and I said, what's, what's going on? It was their demeanor and, and just their... Um, uh, like body language, they were tactical. They had guns drawn. They were prepared for something serious. And he asked me, is everything okay, ma'am? But it was the way he asked me that had had me upset. And All I right, so, so there you go. I mean, you, you know the rest of the story. Yes, she was three times, folks, three times swatted. Some people say they didn't hear the third time. Yes, it was three times. And you want to know the, 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 the scary part about all this? All because she said there are only two genders. All because she's introducing legislation that makes it a felony to mutilate a child. That is where we are. That is how much of a stronghold that the devil has on our nation. And just to think about this, folks, us overturning Roe v. Wade was the beginning. We waged war on them for that. But we waged a holy war on them, a righteous war, where we are absolutely strapped up from head to toe in the full armor of God. There's not going to be a way they can stop us. You want to know how I know? Because Marjorie Taylor Greene would have went to that door with her gun. They would have shot her dead. The way they had their guns on her and the story that they were told, if she would have walked to the door with her gun, they would have blasted her. But guess what? God intervened. God said, Marjorie. And he stopped her on the road to Damascus. He stopped her and he showed her the way, the truth, and the life and said, do not go to that door with your gun. You will die. And she didn't die. You're not going to stop us. You waged war on us for decades. Now we're waging a holy war on you with God Almighty behind us. And just as sure as I sit here in front of this camera, free as a bird today, I want you to read my hat right now and tell me what that says. Go ahead. Read it, you lefty scumbags. Read it, you godless losers. Read it. So you might as well join him. So you might as well join him. Big prayers. Big prayers to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Big shout out to Marjorie Taylor Greene for being so steadfast and so courageous and not backing down. The Democrats are so desperate. This is all bad news at face value. But dig a little deeper. Pull the covers back and you will see they are desperate. They are nothing but an old, fat, whiny man behind the curtain. They are not the great and powerful Oz. 
They are a dying, decaying, poop pants man who doesn't even know where he is with no power other than what we give him. So let's take the power back. Let's take that power back. Can I get an amen? I am so sick and tired. Here's what we're going to do right here, folks. Train the swamp, train the swamp, lock them up. Drain the swamp, lock them up. Evil's running rampant, but you can't beat God. You know what I'm saying? How many of you out there are fully cleansed? How many of you out there are drinking every day your field of greens? If you have ordered field of, field of greens, whether you're watching on Getter or, uh, or Rumble, or you're watching on Roku or Firestick, jump over real quick, and I want you to give your personal and honest testimony on what this stuff has done for you. Because I can guarantee you, to me, I have never felt so cleaned out, energetic, and ready to fight in my life. My, it's kind of like steroids, but organic. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, years and years and years ago, the reason why diabetes and overweight uh, and weight wasn't a problem here in the United States of America was was because we ate from our own farms. We ate vegetables we grew on our own farms. We ate fruits that we grew on our own farms. We ate meat that we raised on our own farms. And then America changed, and it shifted to get into the new century. Right? It changed to get into the new decade. It changed to get into the new trend. Fast, 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 fast. Go here, go there, go here, go there. Eat everything processed. Eat everything with preservatives in it, which causes overweight and which causes diabetes and which causes cancer. And Field of Greens goes and and directly, directly cleans out your lymph node system. Directly. And by the way, cleans out everything else too. So go to fieldofgreens.com right now. Join the rest of the LFA family member in getting healthy and clean. And get yours today. One month is one jar. One scoop a day. And you couldn't buy vegetables and fruits for that price. Even if they weren't organic, which these are. Go to fieldofgreens.com and help out our sponsor who helps us out in the hard times. Amen? All right. Now, the reason you're about to see something that inspires you big time. So don't go anywhere yet. The reason, the rhyme and reason why the left is so damn desperate. And breaking laws... Ladies and gentlemen, breaking laws in their desperation, setting up presidents, using the deep state to try to indict them because of their desperation, acknowledging their fear of MAGA, right? These MAGA Republicans, these MAGA Republicans. That, you might as well just start saying these Republicans because we took over the party and there's a, not a damn thing that you Democrats or you old school GOP uniparty losers are going to be able to do about it. It's over. They acknowledge us in every speech trying to, terrorist, trying to uh, tie us to terrorism. It's all a part of their desperation. And ladies and gentlemen, we have never in our lives, not in our lives, not in your life and not in my life, we have never had to stand up against domestic tyranny, ever, ever. You've had pockets of groups that have stood up against tyrannical actions and procedures by people like Barack Hussein Obama and George Bush and others, but you have not had to stand up to tyranny domestically in your life. We are right now. This is a special time. This is a special time for you to be here. This is a special time for me to be here. Okay? God needs God-fearing, armor-of-God-wearing people, patriots, to do this. God believes in nations. God does not believe in one world government. God does not believe in a world without borders, or else he would not say, the nations. God picked you for this moment, right now. 
He picked me for this moment right now. Feel special. Feel blessed. Don't feel depressed. Don't feel uh, like you have pain. Don't be disheartened. And I'm going to tell you who doesn't feel that way, Christina Caramo. I want to go to this video of Christina Caramo absolutely shutting down this speech. This is a mic drop speech and a mic, and a mic drop moment. Oh, hold on, hold on. This is a mic drop speech and a mic drop moment for Christina Caramo, who is running for the Secretary of State of Michigan. She will shut down these corrupt losers in Michigan. And she will. And she will make sure that you have a clean and fair election in Michigan. I'd like to thank 100% Fed Up for this video footage. And I'd like to thank uh, Christina Caramo, who we've had on the show. I'd like to give a big shout out to April Moss, who's working to get Christina Caramo elected very hard. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to play you a few minutes of the speech. Yes, we're going long, but that's because no other show matters right now but this one. Here we go. next Michigan Secretary of State. Why do they have to find the worst photos of us, right? So I'm like, there are some better pictures available. So they rather rely on foolish tactics like that little billboard they have driving around. There it goes. Instead of getting to the meat potato issues that the people of Michigan care about. I cannot wait to be your next Michigan Secretary of State. And guess what, guys? We're going to win in November. Because you can't beat God, and she knows it. So since the April endorsement convention, our team wasted no time going around this state talking to people, even Democrats, yes, even liberal Democrats who are tired of the trifecta in this capital that is destroying our state and making life untenable for the people of Michigan. They are done with it. They are done with not being served. They are done with our corrupt and dishonest media that push democratic talking points. I crack up at our quote unquote journalists who use things calling me an election denier. Now, where did that talking point come from? The only thing I'm denying is that Jocelyn Benson knows how to run a clean election. Amen. She's the most lawless Amen. Secretary of State in Michigan's history. As a matter of fact, the judge just ruled against her because Jocelyn Benson does not want to clean dead people off the voter rolls. Hmm. Now, answer me this. Why wouldn't she want to clean dead people off the voter rolls? It's clear because she wants to defraud the people of Michigan of our voice. She was defrauded of our voice, and it is a national security threat what she's up to, and I'm not backing down from that point no matter how many people ask me to. I love, I love Christina Caramo, and you know what, I know what I love about her? Somebody just said in the comment section something that was actually very relevant. They said, not true. I said, what's not true? They said, if you stand up in Michigan, the feds frame you. You are correct about that. But you have God, and with God, you do not stand down. With God, you do not lay down. With God, you do not let people run over you. You stand up. You stand firm with your head held high, your shoulders back and your chest out because no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. That is why. So what are we supposed to do? Because, because the FBI and the DOJ has instilled a little fear in some people's hearts by going after them and framing them. We're supposed to stand down. No, this is our moment to stand up even higher. You know what I mean? I get 100% what you're saying. I know that for sure. But it's, it's a different kind of leader these days. 
It's a different kind of courageous leader these days than we've ever seen before that is needed. And people like Christina Caramo, Carrie Lake, Ron DeSantis, Senator Doug Mastriano, uh, so many others who have followed President Trump's populist way of saying, no, we are not going to put up with this crap, is so amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Big shout out to Christina Caramo. Now, um... I want to, I, talking about fighters and talking about why the Democrats are so desperate, another person who's been fighting so very hard uh, is, is Ben Berkwam. Now, I got to tell you something, folks. This, this video I'm about to show you of Ben Berkwam, Ben is putting his life on the line again. Ben is putting his life on the line again, ladies and gentlemen. This is such a scary story that Ben is, that ben is uh, reporting on. Now, a couple weeks ago, I showed you, I want to pull this video up if we can. All right, a couple weeks I showed you that Ben exposed the cartels having lookout points on the border on top of mountains so they could, uh, so they could uh, basically be a lookout for, for, for border patrol and authorities, uh, for drug smuggling and human trafficking and all this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? Those, that was drone footage. That was not Ben on site. That was Ben getting drone footage. Ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend, Ben went there. Now, Ben actually literally had to secretly work his way in there and whisper because he's putting his life at risk. Ben could have been shot in the head this day. The day that I'm about to show you, Ben could have been shot in the head and he could be dead right now. That is the kind of courage that we need. The kind of courage that says, I don't care if I die. And that scares me a little bit for Ben. And it gives me a little bit of goosebumps. And those goosebumps isn't from fear. That goosebumps is from inspiration. To put your life on the line like this? To go inside the belly of the beast for real? Cartel members just won't kill him. They'll chop up his body, feed it to alligators, record it, and then send it to his family to watch. You think that's a joke? This is the kind of courage that's displayed that inspires millions of Americans to say, I am not taking this anymore. It doesn't make you a terrorist. Go ahead and play this footage of Ben Berkwam putting his life on the line. What's considered the saddle between two mountains. This is the low point where they come through. You can see the water bottle there. It was left by leftist activists. And on the U.S. side, on all these high points, the cartel has lookouts, depending on where they're running their people and their drugs. The border road is right there. Right on the other side where the wall ends, we've got the Sinaloa drug cartel who control this whole area, running their people and their drugs through this area nonstop, being aided and abetted by leftist enemies within. We're gonna go up and show you some of their bunkers now. It's gotten so bad, basically Border Patrol doesn't even come out here anymore. They're so, the resources are stretched so thin. They sit 30 miles away and hope that they catch the cars as they're coming through or the people as they're going across the desert. And they're only getting a fraction of what's coming. They should be right here, all along our border. This is the border right there. We've got a cartel on these mountains over here. Bunkers fighting against a cartel up on top of this mountain here for control of this area. I couldn't see any sign of life over in the bunkers that are over here. From what we understand, these were El Chapo's sons who were trying to take over the Sinaloa cartel. El Chapo's but sons. On here on top of the mountain, we saw uh, lots of sign of life. So it looks like Tim Foley of Arizona Border Recon has seen firefights between them. It looks like this cartel 
has come over and taken out this cartel. I couldn't tell if those were bodies on the ground or just burned out camps. But this one is well fortified, heavily armed, and in continuous operation right on the Mexico side of the border, uh, right where the wall ends. This is Joe Biden's America. And as people are being distracted, as we're pulling Border Patrol resources to the other parts to process the fake asylum seekers, we're giving up our country to armed cartels that are simply walking in with their drugs and their slaves. We need our dollars being spent to secure our border, not Ukraine's. This should not be allowed to happen. We should not have armed combatants permanently staged on our border and inside of our border. This is a war. We're just losing it. This is every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben just said, this is a war. We're just losing it. Right there, he was at the border of Arizona. Uh, right there on, that, on those cartel strongholds that we showed a couple weeks ago. And now the cartel are taking each other out. Folks, Ben Berkwam, I'm going to tell you this right now. Watch what I predict. You ready for this? This is bold, but here we go. I said this for months now. Ben Berkwam will be solely responsible for taking down the Mexican drug cartel's power in the United States of America. I don't know when that day will come, but God has revealed that to me. God has also revealed to me that everything that Ben Berkwam, little old Ben, my brother from another mother, has done, will be used to hold the people accountable and show the people accountable justice that were involved in this. And that goes all the way up to the top people in the United States of America's government, folks. They will be held accountable, and they will be held accountable by Ben's footage. You want to see how we fight back? We fight back with courage. I'd like to give a big shout out to Kimmy right now and S. Rose on Rumble. Now, both of them have been trying to get some of my attention, it seems like I just saw. And uh, S. Rose says, I've been following him for years. I never get anything back. I'm so very sorry, S. Rose. I'm so very sorry, Kimmy. We try to keep up with everything we possibly can. We try to keep up with every comment and email. It's just impossible for us to do right now. We don't have the resources to hire anybody else, and we're overwhelmed. We do our best. I sincerely apologize. Doesn't mean I don't love you. Doesn't mean I don't acknowledge you. I do, and I thank you very much for being here. Ben Berkwam is going to be a national hero. Mark my word. Mark my words. Before we leave, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to tell you to please go to MyPillows.com slash LFA, MyStore.com slash LFA. Use the promo code there as well, but if you just go to slash LFA, then you go right to my landing page. It helps Mike Lindell and his legal fees. It helps Mike Lindell's company. It helps Life from America. If you don't use LFA as a promo code, use Frontline. Help Ben any way you can. These people, like Ben and so many others, need funding. We're not getting paid what we should to do this job. I don't care about that, and neither does Ben. But help them out. Help everybody you can out, ladies and gentlemen. MyStore.com slash LFA, MyPillow.com slash LFA, or Frontline. And while you're at it, folks, go to JeremyHarrell.com. Check out all the new great items. Sport your best LFA gear, your Family of God gear, your Armor of God gear, your You Can't Beat God gear, You Can't Beat Trump gear, all of that. And, ladies and gentlemen, at the same time while you're there, check out the American Strong Business tab. You have to check this out. We have 422 American businesses in there right now. Search it. Check it out. If you're looking something for buy, to buy, skip Amazon. Go to JeremyHarrell.com. I don't get paid for this. This is all of us coming together. And you, if you have a small business, you can put it on here too and manage it yourself. All right, folks, that's going to do it for the brand new Lower Thirds on this brand new Live from America show as we get into oh, September for LFA TV. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways. 
but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m. for more LFA. Until then, keep smiles on your faces, okay? Keep your families and friends close. And by all means, keep spreading that gospel. Peace! Stop screaming that we first in America